is the Levels Network. I'm Justin Hoddle, joined by the Triple OG, Widemu Mason. Mace, it is international preview time. Damn. So, the grand final's over, brother. It's done. We're, we're, we're going to answer a few questions from yeah. the mailbag. Um, from We've got some feedback mm. on the YouTube comments with regards to our show, our takes, the punters' takes. And I guess that's the beauty of what we do, Mace. It's so cool that the footy's over, the grand final's over anyway. Mm. Leagues are uh, the league season is over, but we've got international footy, and we've got. I'm really proud of the community that we're building with uh, Levels Network. Our L1s, they love their footy and they want to let us know, mate. So we've got yeah. plenty of YouTube questions cool. to get to as well. Um, after we're finishing the YouTube questions, nice and easy today, we're going to go through the squads uh, who, mi- who made it, who missed out. Mm. Um, I want to ask you about the length of the season now. I think. It, uh, I've got my real concerns about international mm. footy going forward at the back end of the season. Yeah, I don't mind it, but it's like it's a little bit of yeah. Come on, need we'll, a break. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, uh, before we get into that, I just want to again thank everyone who has copped Collection One. Uh, if you've been on levelsnetwork.com.au, um, they're flying. Uh, the hats are, are going really well. The hoodies just as well. Their uh, their box fit the hoodies. The hats are one size fits all. Three color waves. You got the Dodgers colors, like I'm wearing now. AKA the Bulldogs colors. We got the Cleveland brown and the OG black and white. They're all an unstructured fit with 3D chain link embroidery. So again, thank you everyone who copped. Um, and we're just uh, continuing to build this community, aren't we, Mason? Yeah, it's good, man. All right, He's let's, good. Let's get to the subscribers. So we've got 18.9K on YouTube. We've had a, a big jump, 800. Oh, uh, wow. 900 jumped on Grand Final Week, Mason. So everyone's That's pumped with Grand Final Week. Um, let's keep that going. Uh, make sure you like and, sub- like and subscribe. I always stuff that like bit and up subscribe. on Apple yeah. and Spotify. <laughs> um, and jump in the, the Levels Run Club. Uh, we're on again this Saturday yes. morning, Mace. I'm You're coming. Be I'll be there. You're I'll there. there. So we're going to be running – tough carry last week. Yeah, of course. I was just like mm, – and I was still sore. I was fucking still sore. I was still sore from that 5K or that I've done. Yeah. Like, I don't mind running, but, you know, I train different, right? Yeah. I'm at E-Lab. It's more functional. It's more power stuff. It ain't. It ain't running. Plus, you've got uh, 120 kilos, mate. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. run for 5K, just yeah. constant pounding at, yeah. at about 50% of your like your max, I'm like, fuck, this could be like counterproductive. And it sort of was. I was so sore. Like, mm. I told you, I was so sore for like, till probably Saturday. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I was like, I don't, I don't want this body to do that again. Yeah. Maybe I have to just keep on top of it. Or maybe just a wear and tear. Like, hey, I'm 43 years old. I played from 18 to 36. It's like, it's a fucking... Yeah, it's shit solid, it's all, it's, man. It's, it might be just creeping back up. Like my Achilles just grabbed everything. I was like, oh, I'm just not built to run long distance. Well, you know what? I think it's just the the uh, the repetitions of it. You're right. Like maybe yeah. it's going to be a little bit more. Doing 80 uh, steps a minute, right? Just yeah. bang, 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 bang. I was sore after the E-Lab. Yeah. So no, I'm like, so my body's used to E-Lab and it yeah. shocks your body in different ways, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But like that one really rattled it. I was yeah. like, God, I don't want to feel like that again. I think if the next one will be fine. Yeah. And even if I get turned up and just walk, yep. I, I walk like 10K a day. So yeah. that's why I keep on top of that sort of shit. Like I don't jog. And we had a good good little pace going under there. Yeah, it was. It was all right. It, it was, was pretty solid. solid. It was about 5.45 split. So we weren't fucking around. Yeah. Did like Lukey that. get his eighth place ribbon yet? <laughs> 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 he wants to do it. The only reason why he wants me to come so he can dust me up the next time. So Mace was going on the way in and uh, like, so when you come down to the run club, we all stick together. But Mace ride. goes down. He goes, no matter what, we're going to stick together right at the end. He goes, I'm going to sprint off on Lukey. <laughs> 
And he goes, I want to make sure I beat Lukey. <laughs> he was talking shit in the, in, the, in the chat. That's why I was like, all right, I'll get you. I'll get you. All right. So if you come down Saturday, same meeting spot, go jump on the uh, the run club in Strava, on Strava. Uh, we're going to get down there 7 a.m., meet at Homestead Cafe. Sorry, if you are a big, bigger bloke, you know what I mean? Come down. I'll walk. Yep. I'll walk with you. All right, perfect. You know what I mean? Like, don't just think that you're going to – don't think you're going to come down there and run 5K with all the boys. Yeah. Fuck, boys. If you want to walk, it's all about just getting that community in there. I love that, If you want to be 5K, you want to do walk 5K, I'll walk with you, man. Yep, I like that. Just sit there and have a chat. We don't have to sit there. We're not setting fucking records. No, we're not. You know what I mean? We're just there for a community if you're just feeling like you feel a little bit down or you want to get into fitness slowly or this and that. Come down, 5K, get it started. I want to interact with our community. Yeah, that's what it is. So it's all about doing something together. Mace will take a group for a walk. I'll take a group for a run, 5K. We'll have a coffee after. We'll talk about the footy season. We'll talk about the off season. We'll talk about Chrissy, whatever you want. Um, really want to build this community in this run club. So that's what it's about. It's yeah. not about breaking no record records. So uh, 7 a.m., we'll chuck it in the group. Uh, Strava, Levels Network, go jump in there. Um, this one's from Jack Croucher. Sorry. You can feel the energy when you're at Centennial, eh? Yeah. It's like I've never I've never been to Centennial. I always told all the boys, like, unless it's a proper smash Flogging. up. Yeah. Like we used to go there with the Bulldogs, like ride 10, run one, ride 10, run. They only, t- only see the outskirts. Mm. I never see all these little cool little, like, little gardens and shit and yeah. cafes. I'm like, in, out. Get me the fuck out of there ASAP. Yeah. And you just – you don't want to come back. Because it's all nervous energy. Ke- yeah, well. nervous energy. But, like, once you're done, like, you can feel the vibe and everything. Like, a heap of people just running. It's like – it's a real community of running. It's it great. Is. I think it's great. That's, that's what's you got to feel that. It. But you've got to feel that energy. Yeah. I felt it a little bit because I do my little things at Elab and that's just sort of do my own thing. And yeah, 20 it's deep. not like that. You've got about 20 mem- members per yeah, session that you but do. But it's not like that. Yeah. Actual being out in the open, you're still in a room. You're out in the, you're out in the you know, yeah. nature and all that kind of shit. You've got to feel it. You've got to get there to feel it. For sure. For sure. So uh, we've got this one from Jack Croucher. Yep. Hey, boys, love your work. It was a pleasure to meet you on the weekend after the GF. I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when I say we appreciate you guys getting in amongst the crowd and taking the time to talk to us fans. If you're ever on the Central Coast, let us know and we can tee up a run up in Central Coast, mate. Yeah. So, uh, Jack, we're, we're at Centennial Park this week. I really want to expand it, but I just want to build it in the yeah. community where we are right now. But bef- for sure, I love the idea of the community, like what Mace is saying now, we get out, um, maybe different locations. I want to move to – I want to do one on the Northern Beaches. Cronulla, I want to do maybe. one in Cronulla. Yeah. I want to do one at Bondi. Um, you know, maybe the Bondi to Bronny. Uh, we just want to slowly build that out as well. So, uh, Jack – Central Coast one day, and it was nice to meet you after the grand final because uh, you know we it's hectic. We were, we were lucky, you know. We we teamed up with the tab. We did some street talk with the tab. Our partners, the tab. Yeah, it was good. And um, I love that. I love you that. Feel shit. that energy, eh? I lo- it was that energy. Proper. You that, talk to a Brisbane person, like I can feel that disappointment and just shattered. Like boys, the crowd is shattered. Everyone was shattered. Panthers were at the other end. Yeah, that was a big emotional roller coaster. Man. Well, it was so mate, good talking to everyone after. Mate, our partners, the Tab, have now taken us to Magic Round, mm. Origin, and Grand Final. We've got. By the way, we're going to be in and amongst it for Everest, and we're a hundred percent going down to Derby Day. So put it in order that one, two, three: the Origin, Magic, Ooh. and the Grand and Final. So the what, do you, what do you reckon is the best energy you feel? You feel? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So I, well, I reckon. So page. I reckon Origin is more hatred, right? Yeah. You can feel that energy where you feel it more in Brisbane. Magic Round, everyone's loving each other. You're there for the game. What a great game! Everything like that. And then this one was just proper, like you're really in, invested in the game. Or with Brisbane and Penrith, and that was that was that was a totally different vibe, right? Because mm. I could feel how shattered the Brisbane fans were. Times that by a thousand if you're a player, 
Do you think the the, the manner in which the, how they lost yes, played in? Yes, hundred percent. Like yeah. if you're like if you're a fan, you rode that wave with them. You're like, we're fucking there, twenty four eight. I'm like, yes, I'm switching to Brisbane. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in for yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. And then I, and I saw like Penrith getting all shattered. And like I was like, if it was right there, twenty four eight. It would not be as disappointing as it was at the end yeah. because they had one hand on it and then and then Penrith come back. Yeah, it's you're ridiculous. Right. If they'd got towed up 24-8 or Broncos had gone on with it, Penrith sort of would Penrith have been Penrith like, get one back, one or two. Mm. Not, not, not that last one. And, and they hold on and hold on. Penrith fight back. Pen, uh, Brisbane hold on. Perfect grand final. Yeah. You don't get to ride that like, fuck, we've got it. Bang, we haven't. It's gone. It's terrible. And the it's players will still be shattered right now. Yeah, they would. It's be. one of those things when I talk to to Blocker and all the blokes who play in the 89 grand final. Yeah, they they're never, not over it. And they never got because they not, never got another one, mate. So that's what I told no, you about. They that. never got they never got over the yeah. fact that they're like they never got there again. They never had that group of men again. Yeah. All these sort of things. So you're not gonna have Fleagley, you're not gonna have Herbie, you're not gonna have uh Palacia, all these sort of blokes. So you're probably never gonna have that opportunity again. No, no. I don't I think they will be back there, but it won't be like a hundred percent guarantee next year. Nothing is. For sure. Nothing I is. I think they're a big chance. Because other teams come up and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And injuries. Injuries happen. Everyone had yep. that. Like, what did I say about last year? Everyone has those perfect career best years well, with, Pe- with, the, with Para. Well, Penrith and Broncos, they had one squad member out of their top 30 who didn't play in it. Do you know who that is? So they were fully fit. 29 out of 30 and 30 out of 30 for the Broncos were available. Oh, Wow. That's best ability. That's the is best. Available, available. Right? Oh, well, I didn't know that. So that is so hard to replicate. Yeah. Do you know who it was? No. Taylor May. Holy shit. Taylor May, ACL at the start of the year in the club challenge. He was the only player missing that was, wasn't available. So they're a full deck of cards, both of them. And that is almost so like it's almost impossible. For people that don't know, I played in the 2013 grand final. I looked around at the team in the sheds after. We lost Kaidi, who was always going to be a big loss, but we didn't have Jason King that year. Um, There's 600 games right there, and I was I, and, I, and I looked around. and I went, "We'll be sweet. We'll be back here next year." Didn't make no. it, bastard. End of the year, we'll come in. You know, first, second, equal, first equal or second equal, and uh, we just we just ran yeah. out of troops at the end of the year. We got injured, um, so it's, there's no guarantees that you're going to be back. Yeah, there. and especially when especially when you had it, yeah. right? That's that's the worst thing. Like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like twenty four eight, it's game over in anyone's head, and so they should be thinking like that. So yeah. they should. They was like, oh, they carried on. To, no, they didn't. They carried on for the moment. Yeah, you're not sitting there going, fuck, Penrith's coming back. Yeah, you know, you're, any of these guys like Walshy and everyone, everyone be in the moment. It was great. It was a great moment for them, those guys at yeah. that time. Fuck, you got to ride the wave, right? Who would you've have got, thought? You've got to stay in the moment and then after the moment's done, then you go and treat yourself to a ready-to-drink vanilla <laughs> and chocolate shake. Whether you needed a quick hit of protein to help you refuel after a tough grand final or just breakfast on the go before we do the run club on Saturday morning. So these are currently available in Coles, online at bodyscience.com.au and in independent supplement retailers. Mace, we had a question from the review. So it was from Tommy right. Young. What's up, lads? Bronx Nation's off the bat. Again, Commiserations to Tamadi. Uh, question, would love to see you lads do a team similar to what NBA do, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. You're both team captains playing in the back row to keep it even. Um, Tamadi, you said 1 to 16, so as in a, a full team. We're just going to go 1 to 13 starting yeah. lineups. Uh, Mace, we picked our teams on the way mm. in. Let's start off. Uh, we won't say exactly where the players were picked, but we've come up with our team's um, fullbacks. Who are our fullbacks? Um, you go first every time. So you, yeah. So you went first. So we, so tell them we had a rock oh, off. We had yeah. a rock off to see who's going to pick first because yep. we're like, because I was, I was thinking because I didn't know the the context of like the NBA sort of selection. So you like, you pick one, I'll pick one. I thought we could pick like 
Teddy and KP and every, everyone like that. Yeah. I was, he goes, no, pick for like positions like the NBA. And I'm like, okay. All right, so we've got a now position. So fullback. Yep. So you went first, right? So I you- went. I picked I picked my fullback before your fullback for contact. Yes. All right. I picked Walsh at fullback. And I picked KP. Okay. No Teddy. So, yeah, so people are going to whinge about that. Yeah, no Teddy, no Dylan Edwards. But uh, my reason for Walshy, um, I'm going to rely on his footy amnesia. This also, the context of it, we're playing again this weekend. This weekend. The season's over. Everyone in the NRL is fully fit, as in like healthy, not about fitness levels. Peak level. But they're fit and there's no injury concerns. And I want to win a game next Sunday – I am the back rower, Mace is the other back rower, and we've accumulated a team around yeah. us that we think can get the job done. So I picked Walsh at fullback. And players that I want to play with as well. And that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, my first pick was Munster, so there's yeah, no surprises yeah. there. We'll so, get to that. So KP, KP is my fullback. Yep. Um, why KP over. Oh, uh, I just think his skill set is ridiculous. What he yep. showed this year, safe under the high ball, gun defensively, um, and he's, he's offset starts. Yeah. Him and Walshy are the best. All right, I got Walshy. Um, I think uh, footy amnesia. He needs to put this yeah, weekend away from him. That's just gone. Move on. I want him to carry the ball early on. Get himself into the game this time around. But Walshy is my fullback. All right, who is your left edge? Uh, my Centers, left center edge, center and wing. My left edge would be Turbo at the center and Toto on the wing. Ooh. I like that combination. Ooh. All right. Um, those are good picks. Turbo yeah. out. Because Turbo, that's what I'm thinking. We're not thinking Turbo. I'm, I'm going 2021 Turbo. What yeah, I've got there. yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, based off that as well, I picked Latrell yeah. and Hammer. So that's mad. So I've got Latrell. I, I want to put some speed outside Latrell. Mm. And I, I, I think a fully fit uh, Latrell is the most dangerous centre in the competition. Yeah. Shit, you know what I forgot? We forgot? I'm just looking at it now. No, neither of us picked Joey Manu. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, what do you do, but Like, yeah. do you pick him ahead of uh, the fully fit Latrell or fully fit? No, I would have picked him before and I would I would have changed my – would Hammer. I would have had uh, no, Joey Manu centres and the critter on the wing. But let's get to our oh, right centres yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Shit. All right, uh, my uh, right centre is uh, Stephen Crichton and my right winger is Swali'i. Yeah, my right centre is Katoni Staggs yep. and the winger is Cobo. Ooh. You got that Broncos big bodies too. You got that Broncos. Yeah, I love the way Tony Staggs play, man. That's the reason why he's in that Australian team at the moment. Yep, and he's played twos. Cobo, I think you know, sort of didn't have his best grand final. Um, Origins, he's played. played He played. He's big. He's a big player. He's a big player. He's he's like Walshy. They don't give a shit, man. It's like that game's done. Give me the next one. Yep. Um, as you would heard before, my heart, my six is Cam Munster. He was my pick. And I left out my best mate, one of my best mates in DC. You have to, but I'm trying to win a game next week. And based off this year, I went Sean Johnson. Ooh, shit. All right. My um my half is Cleary. Yep. I think he's the best half in the game. If you don't fucking know it, yep. <laughs> watch the grand final. Six is Lua. I just went yeah. for those combinations. If you if you look what I'm doing, it's like there's, there's combinations with the nine, we'll get to that, yep. and like Cleary, the lock-ish, and the 5-8. I think yeah. if you clear, if, if Luai's on the board late, which he was, yep. and Munster's gone, and you've already got Cleary like how, 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 the, how it was picked, you got to go Luai. Mm. I, I just think that. Who else could you pick at Would, six? Uh, so people to miss out, no DCE, no uh, – no, um, That's a six, but – Jerome Hughes, no Dill Brown. Uh, Dill no Brown's Moses well, for some people. Oh, you know, he – um, but Cleary's, your do- Cleary's it. That's it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, those are just players that missed out. Yeah, but at six, but like I can't, I can't put any of those halves in the 
like at six. Yep. I just got to pick Luai. Yep, that's fair enough. And I love Luai. I'm talking fully fit Luai. He's do you, a gun. Do you like my SJ Munster uh, yeah. combination? Yeah, SJ's a gun, man. I, if he I, proved I think it this free year. Up Munster well. Yeah. Just he's he's a general around the field now. Yeah. And if you, if you slip off him, he'll, he'll just cut you in half. SJ right, Munster left. Yep. Bang, they play that positionally. Um, in the middle, this is where I think yeah. you've got some dogs as well, but mm. I've got Payne Haas and Adam Fenor Blake. Yep. And I've got – why do you, why'd you go that combination for? Because um, as I said, like if you're trying to win a game, I think those two, they similar. get the lion's share, right? Yeah. I don't think the other guy is going to do – Payne Haas will probably have to do all the clean-up work. Yeah. I don't want him to do clean-up work. I like I like Payne on – I like Adam to build momentum for mm. us through the middle of late footwork. He's, he's got a Early great carries off, off well. the back of Hammer and, and Swali again those first couple. And then Payne on tackle four coming off my lock, who yeah. we'll get to in a bit. Yeah, that's the combination you're yeah. going for, right? Yeah, Because yeah. – Get Fanul Blake, get lip, momentum, yeah. get momentum. Don't come into the late bits. I don't want Carrigan because you've got Carrigan yep. and, and uh, Payne Haas. They, get, they can build a beautiful combination yep. if they get coached, right? Yeah. Uh, so my middles, I've got um, uh, Moses Leota and Tino Fasul Malawi. I just think that's a combination. I think Moses, I think he's put himself in that top three category. Yep. Top three category, probably right at the moment yep. with his effort in the grand final. Tino is a is a premier prop. I think it's him, Payne Haas, and probably Fanul Blake around there, I think. Yep. So probably like he's on Mount Rushmore in the mo- at the moment, your top four, I think, uh, Moses. So. No, no Fisher-Harris, no Tuppen. Nah. Um, so no. Nah. players missed out on that as well. I want Leota because he just straightens that shit up, yep. hits like a truck, plays big minutes, doesn't give a shit about all the accolades, but Tino will get that wide ball. He'll have combinations with Yoey. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like that's that's that sort of combination with the nine. So you've just told everyone you got yeah, Yo. Yeah, so my lock is Yo. Obviously, yep. you when you went Carrigan, I'm like, fuck, I love Carrigan. But I'm like, <laughs> Yoey's fucking – I think Yoey around Origin, Carrigan sort of tipped him. Yep. And I just think it was the way that he got coached in Origin, play out the back, out the back. But Yoey's like, nah, man, he can do both. He got criticised because he's passing too much. He's like, nah, fuck it. i got this in my kit bag as well. Mm. I can run. I'm quick, I've got good leg speed, I've always got the ball. Yep. So we can either tip it, run it, out the back, his combinations with Cleary and Luai and all these sort of like. So I think it'd be a good. No Victor Radley, no Cam Murray, no Tahu Harris. No, probably sucks. some others that, that are gonna miss out. But Cam um, Murray was hard to leave out. Yep. Because where right. do you put him? Sorry, if you put him the back row, we, we obviously got one of those spots because we had we had to be in the team. But yep. like I don't know. Yep. Would I put him in there when I've got have we set our back rows yet? I would I would have easily dropped myself to yeah, I know, but it's not here, yeah, but it's not it. So I've got big Harmoli Olukawatu yep. on the uh, right edge. I'm on the left edge. Yeah. So you're going to be sending Hamoli at me? Yeah. Well, I've got Liam Martin yeah. to neutralise yeah. you. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I know, when dog. you picked Liam Martin, I'm like, and then I forgot that we were in the sides. I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, you got fucking big Hamoli. Yeah. Because like, you got Liam Martin. I'm like, damn it. So so this is this is the opposite. We cancel each other out. You, you're you're going to set, you're going to go, fucking get it, Hoz. He's a spot. Get <laughs> and I'm going to be going to my back row. I'm going to go. Just you, go right. You fucking stop, mates. Yeah. <laughs> you stop, mates. Um, that's that, that's the combination. and That's going to be the difference between yeah. the two teams for sure. Yeah, but um, I think it was a bit of fun there. But like, and, I think and our hookers to wrap it up, our hookers. You, Harry picked, Grant. Yeah, I think I peeped, I peeped you on that one. Yeah, you did. Um, and I got the guy who interchanges with him at club and uh, national level. Benny Hunt he's playing good, out of position. Good nine, but he's like, it he says like a lot. Play nine. Says a lot about him. Yeah. I know he's like embedded in that Australian team, but so was Damien Cook. Yeah, two years ago. Uppy Currency. I thought about Uppy. I really did think about Uppy. Uppy. I love Uppy at the yeah. grand final. Yeah, I really did think about Uppy, but with SJ and Munster. I probably just want cleaner ball, like earlier ball to them because I want Shawnee yeah. to run the show. Shawnee's yeah. running my team. Yeah. 
I, with, I agree. Like, I just Walsh, think, I think Harry Grant suits a lot of um, systems. I reckon. Yep. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna send this to Luki. Put up a little graph. Um, go on. Go on Instagram. Let us yeah. know. Who's so the, yeah. See so who, who would you pick? Because like you got to think. You're talking about combinations, and you're talking about who like who we want to play with. You know yeah. what I mean? That's always like like if LeBron and Durant are picking those sides. They want to play with like yeah. You know, or Giannis and LeBron. You know, like they want to play with their the players that they sort of want to. Well, LeBron's smart. LeBron always picks plays that he's trying to recruit. So look at Giannis now. Look, look who he's got. Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yep. Lillard. He's got Lillard for dame. the Bucks. Got the Dame, and we'll get to that. We want to talk some basketball and NFL as well during the off season. So, Tommy, those that's our one to thirteen. All right, this one's from Paulie Warnuts. <laughs> Paulie Warnuts, and this is this. Is, we've got a couple of um, these are more related to the game. All right, this oh, this is, oh, this is really good info. I reckon it wasn't just that. Penrith for 60 minutes didn't even look like scoring a try. They got one try that was off the bat back, which is can yeah. be considered a fluke, but there's good IQ on it, but you're right. It's uh it's, it, they didn't have, was there. If they, didn't did his job. To, they didn't have to break the line, is his point. Yeah, 100 percent They were probably the better team for much of the game in terms of winning the grind, uh, but were offering little in attack. The Broncos had six line breaks to mm. zero. This is obviously before Snaith goes through. Yeah. It looked like the Broncos were about to pump them by 40. I slightly I agree did. with that. I slightly agree I thought with they that. ruined the grand final. The Panthers were that much on the back foot. It was ridiculous. For Nathan to turn that around and win the game with sheer just relentlessness will always be unbelievable. I think he's right. A lot of those things, the you know, when you look back on the kick, but I think what they did in that first 30 minutes, although it looked pedestrian, Mace, it definitely led to fatigue at the back 100%. end of those last, you know, 15 minutes where a lot of Brisbane Broncos players made poor decisions under fatigue. Yeah. Well, you can imagine how just how Brisbane felt mm. in that um, in the first sort of 30, 40 minutes. Then they got a little bit of ball and look how fatigued Penrith looked. Mm. Like, yo, I went back and watched those tries again. Obviously, yep. it was um, – Smith, the guy who like turned, he got smoked On by Edge Bam. Yeah. yeah, Mogo, Mogo, uh, Tongo just sort of held out a little bit. Was yeah. too like because he never thought he was going to get smashed like that. Yeah, because he was Edge Bam wasn't he wasn't doing much. Yeah, she had a lot of petrol in there. He was defensively working his ass off. Don't get me wrong, but he weren't running like that. He yep. was just defending, defending, defending. So the thing with Tongo, they sorry, and they this, weren't going this, at him. They were going at Reynolds. Yeah, but going back the other side, they weren't going at Ezra. Quickly yeah. stay on that before we move on. So. When you go down that edge, when you're Isaac Tungle, you don't have enough time in no. big moments to realise like, holy shit, it's Lindsay Smith. I've got to cover him. So what you do is when you're a centre, you'd normally defend him next to Liam Martin or you know Nathan Cleary mm. and you look and they're very versatile, they're very mobile. So you never really feel stressed to come in and, and drop that shoulder because at the end of the day, you've got, a, yeah. you've got Herbie Farnworth on your outside. By the time you realise it's Lindsay Smith, holy shit, this, he's swept and he's at A and Ezra not, you know, no, notices that. It's a mad move, it, man. Hit him with the little, ah, and then takes off. It's game over. And uh, big, you Lin see Isaac <laughs> big Lindsay, like he was actually in good position. Yeah, well, he just had to just don't stop. Spacing. It was great spacing because yeah. I, I think we broke it down the other uh, on the Tuesday. I'm like, I thought that was the Liam Martin one. I'm like, oh, no. Mm. That was one of the best individual tries. Fucking my man, your man, extra man. <laughs> In fact, I just said to put it on the message. I said, what the fuck did he just do then? Yeah. Like just because everyone knew that it was his left foot. And Lindsay just hesitated, gave him a mad hezzy, went bang and burn him, tongue goes shit, and then smoked fucking Edwards. I was like, wow, that is the most underrated best try I've ever seen in the grand final. I don't think there's – I think 
uh, maybe only Munster in the game. In the game right now is the best exponent of being able to break that three-on-three, four-on-four, wide three-on-three yeah. that we talk about. Brilliant. Better than Ezra Mim. He did it in the, he did it in the prelim as well. He yeah. dusted – he got that nice 4-4, four, four, was closer to the mm. line. But he can goosey you and keep going. So quick. So if, if, if you get in the chair, he can take you on the yeah. outside. But if you're over – um, yeah, over Tracy Burney over both Chase, ways. Bang, he can beat you on the inside. Lindsay well. had a great, a great thing, a great line at him. It wasn't that He's, bad of a yeah. Uh, the one that fucked it? up was Yowie. Yeah, Yowie was coming, and that's fatigue. My point is yeah. fatigue. Look how fatigued Penrith looked in like the fifty-fifth minute. Yeah, like they were fucking cooked, and then they found that extra gear, extra gear, and momentum is a, the best thing and the worst thing in the world. You cannot break it in this game because of the fact that your ball is in play all the time. Yep. The fatigue factor is real. That's why oh. the Crichton loose ball recovery was crucial. It was an effort play. Fucked. It was an effort play. You know yep. what I mean? It was a bad pass because of fatigue. No one, everyone just got that half a second. Whose job is that? Yep. Critters like, it's fucking mine. My job. You know what I mean? And they're the brilliance of like great players yep. to, to have that. People don't understand it. Everyone just think, just jump on it. Yeah. No, this is the 60 fucking third minute of a grand final when it's been 36, 37 degrees all day, fatigue a whole year. We haven't had the ball for 20 minutes. We haven't had, yeah, we've been under the pump. Auto do, hey, no, just get up as well and just give it to uh, Leota. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like little thing, things like that. And then they get under the pressure and then like, I look at that Reynolds, that little Reynolds thing when you give it to Palacio, that yeah. should have been a kick over the top. Yeah. That could have jammed him. In the, to yeah, that could have been a jammed into the corner. They yeah. get the good ball and then they get, like Middle of the field. Crucial, crucial yeah. blows from yeah. the little general there. Um, this one, bit of recognition for you, Mace, and Jerome Law. Uh, this one's from Jin JC. I've got to say, I love that Willie recognised what a straight up dog Luai is playing with that bad shoulder and trying to make it through the GF. While the media try to paint him as the bad guy, Luai has been so integral on this four year run, but haters going to hate. Interesting one. Yes, shout out, mm. Mace, for giving, uh, giving Luai his flowers. He's a really intriguing figure because he plays into – he wants to be the villain. So don't yeah. get it twisted, right? Yeah. He likes being the villain because, you know, he gets straight on, man. So he goes, <laughs> you've got to go to work tomorrow the next day yeah. on social media. It was a public holiday, so actually people didn't have to go to work. So that was a giggle. <laughs> <I watched it. laughs> so he, he messed that up. But we yeah. get the point of it, right? Luai doesn't ma- – sometimes I think – um, you know, uh, pundits, uh, fans, or whatever, you know, especially fans of Penrith, like, you know, stop getting into law. I feel like law enjoys that, care. so don't worry about that. But one, uh, I agree with uh, Jin on this is that he doesn't get the credit of what Cooper Cronk did. No, and I know they're probably, you know, different injuries, and 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 Cooper's might have been even, um. You know, like he only had a week's, right? He did it in the preliminary final, yeah. if memory I'm sure, serves. I'm not sure what the injury was. Yeah, and, and he uh, – well, at the end of the day, both of them are going to have to have surgery in the off-season mm. to fix it. So um, I, I I know 100% that Luai won't get credited for what he did in the grand final Never. with that injury. The same – and even playing in the prelim to yeah. get him into the grand final. Whereas I, I, I think I, so. It's, it's a, if it was anyone else, we spoke about this before I even said it. If it was anyone else, they would have been thinking it was like a John Sattler fucking thing. Yes. You know what I mean? They would have put it in that sort of Sammy yeah, Burgess, that narrative. Broken jaw. Yeah, that narrative when they just paint people up to be like these fucking gods. They'll never do it for Jerome. Nah, never. And no. like he he understands that. Yeah. He does. He's smart. Yeah. He's he's like God first, family family, God, then Panthers. Yeah. Like that's what he's that's what he's like. So he's like, yeah, don't give a shit about anyone. We'll give him his we'll give him his flowers. He gets then. his flowers from everyone who, everyone at levels yeah. and like most people who understand the game. Yep. 
other people who don't understand the game and just look at social media and look at bullshit and they, they control the narrative, you're a simple-minded human and that's shame on you. Yeah. All right, this one is from Mitch. And yes, I did, when we were breaking down this play, I forgot to mention it. Mace, you actually went back and watched it again. You were, yeah. that, you were that pumped on the game. You went and watched it again. Yeah. This one, Scope, thoughts on what Walters should have done to after Reynolds missed the first, then Ricky was after Walters and then Walt out the back. So he was the one player. Uh, but want to hear your thoughts. Did Billy miss his man or was he in the right spot because he was next man up? Post beating Renault. They just weren't in the right. They, they, there was four people within a meter. Mm. It's all about spacings on the line, right? And this is another thing: fatigue, fatigue. man, yep. fatigue and pressure. This is what happens under pressure. It was like I'm like, was did they just leave that for Cleary? No, he spotted it. They come off the line. Like I mean, Reynolds come up and did. He, I mean, Katoni Reynolds come up. You know, he beat that Billy Walters is that man. If he comes straight off the line, and then it went to. Um, uh, Ricky. Ricky. Yep. And like because Ricky went left when he should never move in, in that pocket and just come straight off the line. Yep. It's that half a fucking second that he was too late and it cost them. Mm. Like the <laughs> if they make a stop there, they probably they probably get out. I'm not sure. Two but, minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, you probably yeah. you probably yeah. win the game. It's yeah. just you have that little bit, you go there, trip over a little bit, uh, bang, straight in there. Walsh is already shoulders that way. It's just like that little bit of a like nanosecond, man. That's what, shit's going to eat you forever. Oh, forever. 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 Every, all four and like, of those And really, Walters is not even not – even, they're all saying, oh, I, I love the – oh, and, and Walsh had, he, had, a, had a playoff. It wasn't Walsh's fault. I yeah. know he should have been there at the end, but he should never have got past Billy Walters or Ricky. Yeah. And then – because Walsh did his right thing, but he should have done, went to the world towards the ball. Yeah. All the time. He's that smart of a player. Guys, like, the, the great ones do that mm. at fullback. But, like, he's fucking he, – he can't put it on Walsh for that. Yeah. He uh, should have been the last defender because he's fullback, should have been in that position. But like Billy Walters should have got it. Reynolds should have been a leg tackle. Walters come up top and then Ricky slam him. That's how it would work. If you weren't under fatigue and it wasn't a grand final and it wasn't Cleary. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big fucking play. It's one of the biggest plays in the last 20 years yeah, in a yeah. grand final. Probably the bit. No, it's the biggest play. Yeah. It is the biggest play in a grand final since yeah. the NRL fucking era. It's the NRL era, yeah. Since the NRL era. I think that's big to. Um to, to let everyone know, like when we talk about greatness and we were, you know, comparing, um, yeah, Ivan Cleary and, and Nath, I, we, if people that didn't know and just watched the clips, they wouldn't know that we said, this is like NRL era. So that, so that goes from 98, 98 onwards because the game's different. Like if you go back before the Super League war, like my dad played in that era and he was working, like he was working as well as playing yeah. footy. Like it's a different game. You can't compare the errors because I think, you know, there's some credit, like some of those players in particular that were just beasts, would he be even bigger and stronger now in the new day and age? Yeah. But like they weren't training five days and a week. And just come professional right in 98. So yep. 96, 97, I was part of that when I was a junior. Like, yep. So 96, 97, Super League, and then like they got back together in 98. And that's mm. when I was like 17, 18, come through the system. Yep. And we were just like the test dummies. Imagine like um, like if you think back to some of the greats, because I was so, like, sorry, it's very hard. The Bradley Clyde thing when we're on the radio, yeah. he would dominate today's game. Oh, he'd be. He'd There's some that would never come near today. I'm not yeah. even going to mention him, but it's like some of the greats, like Clyde, he would dominate. He's fit. He's big. He's strong. He had a skill set. He's still fitter than players he's now. Oh, fuck, he's a gun. He's in fucking. Great he's in, yeah, he always but has. I, been. But I was thinking about like some of the greats from the era, and it's harder to compare the halfbacks. I really struggle with the halfbacks of yesteryear too, because. Um, like if you look at them, their body shapes weren't. Ricky Stewart, Alan Langer. Yeah, just because they were smaller guys. Peter Sterling. Yeah, yeah I'm just or, trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're all smaller guys that like now you look at the halves. They're like 
they're probably the size of like back rowers back in those mm. days. So it's completely different. I think you can compare forwards because yeah. you're still going to have those bigger bodies. Like imagine Big Artie, Gordy, Glenn Lazarus yeah. in this day and age with the nutrition, yeah. the uh, the training, the like they would they were dogs yeah. in their era. They would uh, they would hunt. They would evolve. You would evolve. All of the all of the uh, front rowers and back rowers, I think, would evolve and be. Um, in this day and age, still be sweet because yeah. they would just be bigger and stronger. But it's very hard to to compare the halves because no, because so have a look at like just say Ricky Short, he like he revolutionised the game with yeah. his thirty meter cutouts, right? Yeah, great short kicking game, great kicking game. Yep. So he should be able to do that easy. Yeah, Alan Langer, sure. Alan Langer, <laughs> short kicking game, yep. short passing game, He's atta- like a little attack Reynolds. game, attack game. Yeah, he would master it. Yeah, great defensively, both of them were dogs. I don't know, like all the other halves, like Peter Sterling in the 80s and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just a different game. I yeah. can't compare the 80s. I can grab some of the 90s guys and put them in right today's era. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, but like it's like – because it's different ball, it's different fitness. Like 80s were like proper no – like they were just like two two days a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't compare that. Yeah. But like you can grab like – you know, who's to say – you can grab like a uh, Ricky Stewart and go, yeah, he could – he yep. can do it because he's passing game, he's kicking game, he's fast. You know, you got to look at 90s Ricky Stewart, Alan Langer. Yeah. They were guns, man, the Walters brothers. You know what you still got to remember too? Like this is where it's hard to compare halfbacks. You know, like when did it change? Because I remember there was a time when like halfbacks actually defended like halfbacks, like In halfway 80s. behind the line. Sweepers. Yeah, sweepers. A whole so 80s. Like, Have a look at Turvey. Why, yeah. why do you think Turvey had all those um, – like uh, ankle biters, ankle things around the around the yeah on the sideline because he right sit behind, behind and every, these these centers they yeah. get all these all the breaks. Everyone's got oh my god he's coming no mate he's just behind he's be- between the fullback <laughs> yeah. and the line yeah yeah it's called a sweeper let's yeah. go bang and then cut you off yeah everyone's yeah. like oh man mad so tack- mad tackle that's what halfbacks used yeah. to do yeah. they used yeah. to hide behind the line so they weren't in the front line yeah. So what, it's like, that's do you know when that stopped? Because I know fucking nineties. I know Ricky did it still. Yeah, I think I think like mid sort of nineties. I reckon. Yeah, it started stopping. When they started being right well, and left. Yeah, putting it putting. Yeah, because that's that was their job. Was, no wonder they made all these covering tackles, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're in that second line defence. Expect you to do that. All right, this one is from Dogman Hardcastle. I don't know why no one is talking about the short dropouts and kickoffs killing Brisbane. What is with the new culture of going for the short dropout no matter what the score is? You knew it was coming because the commentary box, Billy and Joey in particular, would be like, oh, they have to go short here. And it would be like, why? They're up. Or is it still early in the first half or whatever? Or is it is still early in the first half or whatever? And sure enough, it absolutely is the reason they lost. Clearly, brilliance and heroics aside, the, the, the decision to do unnecessary short dropouts and kickoffs gave the Panthers about four. 14 points at least. So the first try mm. is 100% six points. Then they get the penalty, 8 nil, And then they had two that didn't go to plan on the short dropouts. Um, Cleary, they actually don't score on the one that Cleary gets, but then they build pressure yeah, and then they the end up scoring, scoring a little bit later. So um, I spoke to Luke Keary about this when I played a game of golf with Luke Keary. And the reason that teams do it, there's a really strong percentage of the momentum that you build off it. It can really break a team. And I think the teams don't mind – teams these days prefer to defend their line rather than More further urgency. out. Yeah, I get, I get it. So that's the reasoning behind it if you didn't there know. Are, there is a lot of reasons. There's a lot of, there's a yeah. lot of um, analytics behind it. Yeah, they don't is. just do it for nothing. No, right? there is. Because it's like you just got to make that play. Yeah. You know, you got so much onus on the guys jumping up and like tapping it back, like Farmworth tapped it back. Yep. Who had who had his assignment? Who missed his assignment? Walsh. Yeah. That goes straight back to Walsh, and they get the ball back. Done. Yep. If everybody does their job, you're trying to 
trying to talk about my fullback like that. Trying <laughs> to diminish my team. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing. Because and then what, what? Why did he miss his assignment? Yeah, because of the fatigue. Yeah, just built pressure and all that kind of stuff. So the ones that Reynolds did in the second half, like with the Cleary and that, like mm. that was like he was trying to make a big play. Yeah. Right? You get the ball back on the 30. Yeah. On the 40. So he's trying that this low trajectory, low trajectory ones where it skims right before you and goes out. That's it's a fucking ballsy play from Reynolds in that situation, right? You're still up. If Cleary doesn't get it, yeah, because he did it against the Broncos. Remember first finals? Yeah. Uh, sorry, not against the Broncos, against the Storm. He, Melbourne, it was like maybe 4-0 or Melbourne had just scored a try or Xavier Coates yeah. tried to go over in the, on the sideline. He stabbed one out to the right. And, and I remember I remember Munster looking around like, where, where fuck. the fuck are, were we? And look who was position. all over it. Who was there? Cleary, Martin, they were all over that yeah. shit because they knew that Reynolds was going to do that. Yeah, they did. They're like, right. he's going right. to go, he's going to, he's going to go every time he's going to go for something. It's either a short one or it's those ones that are on the 30 to 40 and they find space because they would... They were ready for it. Yeah. Regardless, if, even if they didn't catch it, they were, still, they were probably going to go in the full. Mm. He just missed it, right? But it was, it's a ballsy play. Yep. It is a very ballsy play in that situation where it's like, you know what? You'd rather just kick it 40 yeah. and back yourself for three. I know the analytics go, oh, you're going to get a percentage and it's a momentum and all that sort of shit. Sometimes just kick the fucking thing. You're going to get – by the time they get to the 30, your three's out. You've got two more tackles to get. Make You can, you can get through a set. Yeah, so um, yeah, the, so the chat is around like defending uh, the line compared. So they just say if they catch it right, teams like to defend their line on the line because then they get the extra defender with the so, fullback. And it's a mindset, right? And if you're defending, yeah, I remember when we were playing, I'm like, why don't we go fucking short? Mm. We end up on the line anyway. Yeah. For the tackle four and five, so yeah. you got that urgency for the whole the whole All thing. Set. So you got that online mentality. You got an extra line in there. The talks up, everything up. Yeah. Apart from going out, if you kick it forty or fifty, he runs in. Line could be separated a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's a messy set. Some of the big boys struggle on that kick. Yes. Like just say you've been under the pump. Yeah. Some of the guys start running. It's a forty meter sprint. You got to remember yeah, that. It's, it is. And, and under fatigue, fatigue, on the first tackle. because big boys like just say Payne Harris, Fisher Harris, Leota. You're fucking spotting that. I didn't mind that when I was on the other end. If I was like, I'm like okay, kick it deep. Yeah. Oh, you idiots. Because yeah. that other side's not moving up. I was quick enough to go straight to the middle of the ruck and split the field. Yeah. Right? Then they've got to rush back. Then you're going to get numbers scattered, right? You don't get the fullback in the line. Yes. That's why so they do like, it. So it's like, that's why they do it. So, yeah. But I get it. Like, just say the 10, just try and kick it high for like 20 meters. Yeah. Like, if you kick it high, if you didn't try and get it back or anything like that, at least you're going to get up 10, 15 meters, make that tackle, line prep, yeah. straight away. No one's out of place. No one's getting skittled. You can just make that tackle. It's pretty much going to be a back rower or center, and you just fucking fall in. Give away that tackle set at the start, right? That's what they usually do at yeah. the tackle. Give away it. So you got your line prep. Hold on for seven fucking seconds if you want. Yep. Then everything's sweet. Seven might be too long. You might get sent for ten or seven. <laughs> seven, 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 seven. But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's what they usually do. That first one, you just give it away. Yeah. Who cares? Six to go. No worries. We're just going to defend this set. But like, you've got to be, there's a fine line. Like, do you either try and make that kick like a, like Reynolds did? Do you try and go for the 10 meters? Sh- there's a lot of fucking error there, man. Yeah. If you're not, but Reynolds is one of the best kickers in fucking in our generation. So you back him. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Pacific Cup. Yeah. All right, All let's right. uh, break down the teams. Uh, yeah. In particular, we've got um, – I don't think the English team's been named, but we've got – I've got Australia so far, Australia, Samoa, and uh, New Zealand because they're going to be uh, playing against each other. So these are the, the predicted best teams. Teddy uh, remains fullback. It looks like Selwyn Cobbo and Josh Adokar will be the wingers. Tony Staggs and Hamaso Tabuai Fido are in the centres. Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans moving to seven because Nathan has been ruled out. Uh, Ruben what? Cotter. Yeah, Nate's out. 
Um, Ruben Cotter and Payne Haas up front. Harry Grant at nine. Uh, Liam Martin, Cam Murray in the back row. Paddy Carrigan at lock. Um, ben show. Hunt on at 14. Tino Fasul Malawi, Lindsay Collins, Isaiah Yo on the bench. So I, I think that's pretty close to the best line. Valentine Holmes is suspended, but he's in the squad, so he can play the second game, uh, and he will fight for a centre position. And then you've got Josie Flegler, Jake Travojevic, and Nico Hines, who has been called in for... Well um, done, Nico shout Hines. Shout out to Nico, yeah. He's been called in for... Um, Consistency so there's a squad. Of, there's a squad of 21 there, Mace. That's a good team. That's a very good Australian squad. I think Ruben Cotter and Tino might swap someone like that. Yep. Well, who, are they, who are they playing? New Zealand and Samoa. But who's the first game? Um, When's it kick off? Next weekend? Yeah, I'll get it. Just going it's all the way down the bottom. Uh, so week one is Australia versus Samoa in the men. So they play Samoa first game. All right. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah, just Ruben Cotter's a dog. You can just put him anywhere. Yeah. But I sometimes just want him off the bench. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I, I don't know. It just, I think just you're a right. Swiss Army knife, isn't he? I think Lindsay Collins will end up starting. Uh, that would be my predicted team yeah. with Ruben come off the bench with, with Tino. With Tino, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good As long as you've got those big boys just rotating like that. Yeah. 20-20-20. I like, I like Yoey coming off the bench as well, just like yeah. he did for uh, for Origin and uh, more playing, uh, just play more direct. direct yeah. More direct play, but fuck, Flegler, Jake, Jakey not in the team and, and Nico Hines. Uh, yeah, again, congrats to Nico. Um, that's a solid side, man. No, no, uh, no Colin Ponga, no Dylan Edwards, no... Walshy, uh, no Walshy. So we assumed that one of them were going to make the eight, the eighteen to twenty one, um, and they've gone with uh, Nico Hines is the is the hybrid player. So he can probably cover more positions too, right? Nico can play anywhere, fullback, center. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, he could fit in nine. And he, I he still would play anywhere. One, I still would have picked one of the fullbacks personally. I probably would have picked Kalen because he's got more versatility. Yeah, one hundred percent. If Cleary's out. DC goes to seven. They must be just looking at as as Nico as a genuine seven yep. proper, yep. properly and six one. I don't know. I think KP could probably play that. Yeah, interesting. No, eh? so it is very interesting. I just thought like KP would have been in that squad. And Katoni, I believe, was going to play for Tonga for a long time, and um, I think just due to uh, it might have been one of those. Conversations, you know, when uh, you know, Big Mel goes, "This is your opportunity to play for Australia." Yeah, you might not get it again, or. You might not be considered again. Like mm. this is a, like it's a really important. He's an old, remember he's born in Australia. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, like he's a he's a Queensland boy. Is he Queensland? Obviously New South Wales. But was he was he raised in Queensland? No, or? no. He's uh, he's nor- Northern New South Wales somewhere. Okay. Fuck, I, I know it too, but it's escaping me. Luke, can you have a look? But for he us, spent please? most of his you know like in Queensland. Oh yeah, and Australia. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah, Australia. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So his heart would be in Australia. His his blood is Tongan. Indigenous, yep. You know, so he's got to represent his family as well. He's represented Tonga a few times, a shitload of times. Now it's time to represent Australia. So people oh. should understand that. He's born in Wellington. That's it. Born in Wellington. Yeah. So Lukey, uh, Lukey was saying another a bigger mission uh, ruled himself out, but he played at the Curry knockout on the weekend. So we'll talk about that, Mace. Uh, Latrell put up a message off the back of. Uh, Mel Meninga said, being, you know, during uh, announcing the team that he's confused that Latrell played in the Curry knockout on the weekend. Latrell wrote this on Instagram. I play for my country because I love it. It's not my time to put the jersey on this year. It's for someone that deserves a crack. He tagged Bradman Bess, who didn't make it, and Hammerside Tabuai Fido. I will be back. Number 825. So super proud. Curry knockout was to simply give back to so many that deserve it. I love my culture and my people. Don't get it twisted, Man. baby. That's, I love that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. 
There's nothing I don't love about that. He's um, we said it last week. They don't play. You know, this is one of their proudest moments to play mm. and give back to their people. It's yeah. a cultural thing. It's the difference between playing in a knockout where I don't know. I, I haven't watched the knockout. I didn't watch the knockout over the yeah, weekend. I watched Larpa play. Um, but I couldn't imagine Latrell's playing big minutes, and it's not the stress of playing in a, another six-week competition yeah. like you're playing against New Zealand, Samoa, like. So I'd imagine it's a calculated decision as well. Yes, he's representing yeah. his people and his culture. That's what yeah. he's doing it for. Fox and all those blokes that are out there, Cody Walker, that are out there representing in the in the Curry knockout. It's a cultural thing. And if you, if you don't understand it, you never fucking will. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think if you're not um, an indigenous player, uh, even like you know, being ourselves, we, you know, whether yeah. Tongan descent, uh, Samoan descent, or or myself being New Zealand Maori, I used to play in those tournaments yeah. when I was younger as well, coming through yeah. because um, there's a different sort of feeling when you play. For your people, that you just—it's will it's never different. compare to to what you do yeah. at, at club level, and, and of course, like these players don't even get paid to play in those too, no. and they're happy to turn up. And they're risking them. a lot too. They are, you know. Yep. So then uh, those guys, and you want those guys turning up every single year, right? You yep. got some of the biggest indigenous stars playing in, in our game, the biggest, and they're representing the in the Koori knockout. It's amazing what they're doing, and for him to even give up his jersey like that. He loves because he loves playing for Australia. He love, you know, just giving up his jersey. He's probably putting South first as well. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? He's, he's missed a fair few games this year and he wants to start the year coming straight out of the blocks. A big year. Straight out of the blocks, man. Like They, they, they weren't supposed to do that this year and everyone's going to you know, they can start looking at you for wrong. Sure. He needs you know, and he's like, you know, he needs to show everybody that he's fucking all in the South, giving up his Aussie jersey. Yep. It's, that's fucking not – that's not easy. Everyone still wants to play for Australia all the time. It's a pinnacle. You know, but I just think like with the, with the World Cup thing last year and uh, the Pacific Cup this year – I don't think – like, these players have so much external fucking pressure from everyone, right? It's not like just Compared say – Compared to your, your Yeah, your I'm, just like, I'm just trying to think the amount of people that pulled out of kangaroo tools and that. They just didn't, yeah. right? Can I, I've, got a, I've got one for yeah. you. I, I think there's a difference now and this is – I think the strength of the international game has got yeah. stronger now with Samoa Tonga. I, it's more – like – no, I don't want to discredit the OGs from the Kiwis because I think they and, and English, but I think they they, they were the only, only two three, teams. No, I'm telling you now, there was three teams: New and, Zealand, England, and, and Australia. That was it. And even back then, right? My point is that you Australia would back themselves to beat New Zealand eight times out of ten. Yeah. If you've played ten games in a row, you probably would have won eight yeah, or nine of those. Yeah. So, like the strength of your Australian team compared to even the New Zealand teams that at the time, yeah, were unstoppable. You were like so much stronger. Where now, I think. It's a genuine competition, yeah. And the teams are Australia will still be favourites. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but when you look at we're about to get to the New Zealand team, it's a fucking yeah. good New Zealand team. It's a really good Samoan yeah. team compared to yesteryear, and even you know the Tongas and the Fijis and and the uh, Papua New Guineas that are going to be playing yeah. in uh, any other competition. But my point is just say with that, it's like. It's the week in, week out, week in, week out grind yeah. for these players. We, we had well. it, right? It was yeah. fucking hard. Don't say the NRL wasn't hard in that era. It yeah. was hard. It was a different hard butt. Yeah. It wasn't stressful. Yeah. Right? I look at this, some of these kids coming in train. It's like a fucking, you know, someone's dragging you in there. It Did doesn't you, look fun. It doesn't look as fun. Like, we know Mr. Kangaroo Tour because it was the funnest thing of, of all time. Yeah. It went for like 10 weeks, 12 weeks, and we were away, and it was fucking so much fun because society was fun. 
But you, you know, could be like you're talking to two thousands, right? They're fucking two thousand two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like they're all the kangaroo tools, and we're over in England, and we're over in Paris, and all these sort of places. It was mad. Well, but, you know, you know, another thing. Sorry to cut yeah. you off, mate, but just like during your time as well, like. Some of the top players might only been on like three hundred, yeah. three hundred fifty thousand. It was yeah, max so five hundred. If, if you get if you get thirty grand per payment, you can almost half your salary yeah. at NRL level. Yeah, and that's how you thought playing for Australia. That's how you thought. So right? these players now are on yeah. eight hundred, eight fifty. You have to fill that little bit up, right? That that, that, are, that are, like if they played three games, that's only a hundred grand. I know it's still a lot of money. No, for it's a lot, a lot of, people, of ga- It's a lot of money, but all these factors come in right yep. now to the modern day player. Yep. What am I doing next year? We just didn't make the eight. You know what I mean? I'm on, like, just say, like, with Latrell or any of these other guys, I'm on already on a mil a year, right? Financially, I'm fine. I don't have to pay, like, earn 150 grand at, at the end of the year. Yep. I'm good to put right? my year salary yeah, at 450. To put, to, yeah, I'm good, right? Yep. The amount of bullshit social media that you got to deal with week in, week out of the NRL se- season, fuck that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll get to that. Got to deal with it again through the, uh, through the Pacific Cup. Maybe I need six weeks off. It's yep. not a World Cup year. Yep. You know, there's, there's a Four Nations and all this kind of stuff that they're trying to put together and, and make the uh, international game great. I get it. But I need six weeks off yep. to, to extend my career up here. You might be 27, yes. 28. I'm like, kangaroo tools take fucking life, years off your life. It's so much fun, and, but it's brutal, mm. right? But it's, it's, it's a different mentality right now. Straight, they'll, they'll, you'll see everyone all in for a World Cup year because it fucking means more. Yes. Right? It's been a Pacific Cup. Our four nations were World Cups because there were only four nations. Don't get it fucking twisted. Yeah. Right? Were, they, were, the, were, the, were the four nations every second year or was that every Every year. year. Every yeah. year or yeah. second year, whatever it was, because the World Cup in 2000. And you'd build it was like it was, it was only two teams, three teams pretty much, right? So they go, oh, let's just do a four nations, right? Yep. So it was just England – Fucking England, um, New Zealand, Australia, and there's like Frenchies in there or something like that sometimes. Was there? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was mainly the Tri Nations was the, the yeah. thing that you used And to like push it was just, it right? was, yeah, because it was only them, those nations. Then they started, Polynesian game grew up, or everything was started getting better and better and better. Yep. Now you start putting money into those guys. So yep. I made the World Cup final, Tonga, Polynesian games coming up. So games going off in England, France, everything like that. So it's like, it's, it's, it's decent now. Yep. So you can have World Cups. But these Pacific Cups, if I'm a, if I'm a gun player, if I'm in Latrell's position, position, I'm probably sitting out. If you've come off the season, like yes. you've been injured, like the, the, yeah, the, you want to – The cards he's got dealt right now, you're probably going, it's probably better for me in my career if I fucking sit six weeks out of footy. Yeah, I, I'm not even thinking career. I'm thinking 2024. Yeah. And that's – Yeah. That's, and, and if I'm Latrell, I'm doing the same. If I know, like, I've obviously represented my country, um, you know, represented my state – I've been injured, my hamstring, I've you know, done my thumb. 2024 is crucial for, yeah. you know. You're that dude. It'll be, they're in a really big, like they're getting Jack White next year. Yeah. Like they've got a, people, they didn't make the eight and people were starting to forget about him now, but for sure they can bounce back. Um, another player who has um, turned down rep jerseys is Sean Johnson for the Kiwis. This is their predicted best team. Chance Nickel Clogstat, Jermaine Asako. Congrats to Jermaine Asako. Yeah, well done. Um, Dallin Watson as a Lesniak also turned it down to play for Tonga. Turned down the Kiwi jersey. Um, so it looks like Jermaine Asako will be on the wings with uh, Ronaldo Moltalo, uh, Matty Timokor, and Joseph Manu in the centres. I think that's our best centres combination man. as well. Dill Brown at six, Jerome Hughes at seven, Moses Liotta and Fisher Harris in the front row, Danny Levi at nine. So Cheese ruled himself out, Phoenix Crossland. And Phoenix Crossland's a Kiwi. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, and there was one more, um, Jeremy Marshall King. So that's a position where we could struggle at for sure. 100% uh, Britain, you're going to struggle. Britain, Nicola, Isaiah Papali'i and Joseph Tarpany in the back row. 
The old boy Fozzie's still getting around. He's yeah. in <laughs> I love it. Nelson Asafa Solomona. Leo Thompson, well deserved. Shit. Widamoo. Widamoo Greg. Yes. Widamoo Greg in the 17. Uh, with Farmanu Brown, Griffin Neem, Keno Kinney, and Nafur White. So a few younger guys have been given uh, an opportunity to, to represent the black and whites. I think Griffin Neem will start over Widamoo Greg uh, in the 17s. Mm. That would be my team. But. Um, I like the I like I like putting Keno Kinney into this team. I think he's a real player of the future yeah. uh, for the Titans, mates. And uh, for us as the Kiwis, and this is smart from Madge, you almost got to get into the you got to get these young kids early, right? Yeah. Because once you declare for New Zealand, um, I'll put Falongo in there right now. Well, Falongo is is he Queenslander? Samoa. Samoa. But he's, we so wonder where his allegiance lies. We'll see. This is why it's important for New Zealand because we've got to lock him in, in there. We've got to lock him. Come on, the Mal, ring him up. If Keno Kinney plays for Gold Coast for yeah. too long, he stays there for long enough. Then it's he's, smart man. I think he might have been eligible. So, um, oh no, he come over late. So he just come over. Yeah, no, he he was he was sweet regardless. So Keno Kinney was always going to be Kiwis. Um, now full white. So. Um, yeah, struggling in the hook, hooker jersey, um, and Shawnee ruled himself out. Um, Do you know what New Zealand smart struggle for Shawnee too. What New Zealand will struggle with more, not allegiance to Australia. It's, a, it's Tonga and Samoa. Yeah, they're worried about that. Have a look at Dolan. Yeah. He just went and played. He's playing for Tonga. That's massive. Yeah, that is huge. He's like he's ex Kiwi captain, mate. Yeah, that's true. Back to SJ. That's he's, his character in my book. It's just like up here at the moment. Team first, country first. Give the young kids a go. He's all in for the Warriors. Yeah. You know, he wants to go out on a winner. So we've got about two years left in his peak. That's it. Come on. Well, you not know, even in, peak, like career. The, yeah, career. career. This, is the, this, is the, this is the other end where, like, yeah. where I was speaking about career and your club, right? Yeah. He's like, he's both. Yeah. I've got fucking two or three years max. Everyone yeah. better be on the same page as I'm at. Yeah. I need to drive all you kids to the to the grand final and win one. Yeah. They're getting Roger next year. They'll be – they're going to be there, man. They're only going to get better. It's not like the, the old Warriors are just like, yeah, they finished top four and they're, finished, like, they're coming 15th. Yeah. Pretty, it's a pretty handy team, bar uh, – Your nine's going to struggle. Your nine's going to kill us. Danny Levi, uh, he's a solid player, but he hasn't played he's, even he's a lot experience, of experience, buddy. He's, he's played for New Zealand before. Oh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sure he probably would have. Yeah, he probably would have. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying he didn't even play a shitload for the Raiders this year. Yeah, my, is my yeah, <laughs> yes. Can't go from playing and New Manu, South Wales Cup. Farmanu Brown, um, he's another option. Fozzie's on 14, so Fozzie, you know, how gassed did Fozzie look at the World Cup playing in the middle last year as well? You can't put him in the middle. Yeah, it's a Not tough to one. that, man. Yeah. I think cheese that's, a, there, that's where you'll struggle, trouble. man. Just if, if they had cheese, it's even. Yeah. It's even. But it's such a crucial position. I know Danny Levi, he can tackle in that, but like the fatigue levels that he'll get playing against Australia in a final, I don't give a shit about pool games. Mm. It's what are you going to do in a final? Yep. What are you going to do when the, all, the, all the cards are in? Australia heavy favourites this. All right, let's have a look at Benny Gardner's first uh, Samoan team. So predicted. Penny Gardner. Benny Gardner. What Benny a grinder. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, I'm, I, I, we had Penny Gardner on radio at SEN a couple of Bit weeks of a ago. story with him, sorry. Bit of a, like, with a, when I was at the Roosters, right, he just fucking rocked up and just started helping. Wasn't part of the coaching staff or anything like that. He just grinded his ass off. He was our under twenty strength and conditioning. Yeah, base. and then he That's goes. He, he just fucking goes, Freddie. Can I just watch? Yeah, this is two thousand eight, right? Yeah. Can I just watch, learn, watch, learn? Yeah. People got some different things to say about Benny, but his fucking attitude and the way that he grinded, and he's like, it's fucking second to none. Now he's coaching somewhere. He's on the coaching staff out at Penrith. Well done, Benny. Benny's he just stayed in the game, man. It's a great story. Like I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about his journey. So Benny Garden was our strength and conditioner in two thousand and five for Fuck, right for Jersey Flag. 
Um, he was just he was underneath Jimmy uh, uh, as uh, as as that. He wanted to do some coaching. That must have been when he went up to Freddie when Freddie came in. Like, Said, can, I can I just watch? watch? Can I can I be around training? Yep. Over the years, he's like been a New South Wales Cup coach at North Sydney. Yeah, um, he's been an assistant coach. You know, just gone through grinded the gears, uh, grinded through the the, the grade. Sorry, um, was at the Tigers' assistant coach to Madge, and, and was a part. You know, with him yeah. at the Rabbitohs, and now he's assistant coach with the. We had, we had a question not long ago about Penrith like Panthers. what what pathway could I take if I'm an like a just a normal bloke? Yeah. Benny Gardner's one. Get it's going to take you a fucking minute. Yeah, <laughs> you better be like in your twenties, right? And he, yeah. I think he was in his twenties. Yeah. Just get there, put your application in. Say I want to fucking work. Yeah, whatever job they give you, you start at the bottom. And he's worked his way up to the top. He's fucking. At, he's, in, he's on Penrith's coaching staff now. Yeah, and I know some players just say from out here have different thoughts about Benny, right? Yeah. Because he was one of those dudes like who didn't really know much about the game. Well, that's yeah. Like when you were a fucking OG back in the two, that was like fuck off, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But like he just kept at it and at it and at it. Done his craft, learned his craft, and he's fucking nearly mastering it. Not everyone. Well starts done. At, not everyone starts. No one does finish, because right? because you're you, not. You, you surround yourself with good players. You pick you pick no, up little bits. Because he wasn't the part of the NRL fraternity. No, that's my point, mate. Yeah. So like the story of it for someone who's yes. trying to grind, you might necessarily have the runs on the board, but you know how you get it by grinding for yes. fifteen years, surrounding yourself with with. Freddie, um, being around guys like yeah. Willie Mason, you pick up all Associate these yourself nuggets. with the greats. You write it down in notes. You put it, you know, put it on your laptop. You, you gather all this information. Oh, this worked for this team. Mm. This didn't work for that team. And now you're in a position the where Benny Gardner blueprint. He's an assistant coach for Penrith Panthers. Fucking oath. And the head coach for the Samoan. Well team. done, so his Benny Gardner. Team is Stephen Crichton at fullback. Um, Greg Marzu and Brian Toto on the wings. Jeez, Murray Kalangi and Isaac Tungo on the centres. Kawalapu and Dijan Arsi in the halves. Junior Polo, yeah, come in, Lukey. Gordon Chang Kum Tong at hooker. What do you want, mate? Here we go. We've got the Steedon Balls here. <laughs> How you going, mate? Good. Uh, Gordon hey. Chan Kum Tong at dummy half. Royce Hunt. In the front row, Luciano Leilua, Connolly Lemuelu, Justin Matamua, Spencer Lenu, Hylam Lukey. Oh, my God. Terrell May, Cannon Palisere with Jesse Arthurs. I think Jesse Arthurs could find himself in the starting lineup. He should. Ooh, it's very hard, actually. The outside backs. Far Longo and young Tonomapaya, scope Tonomapaya. So, um, <laughs> yeah, a good, That's a good, mad. A good squad there. Um, I, we'll look back on this next week. We'll... Uh, uh, We'll see what the teams uh, actually become next week, but um, Jerome Luai is the big player not to be part of that team. So because Jerome's out, um, they're really struggling for depth in the halves. Carl Olop, who obviously had your Bulldogs, yeah. but he played uh, under He's 18s kid, at the man. end of the year, under yeah. 20s at the end of the year. And Dijan Arce, you know, he come in to fill in for Dill Brown while he was out. He had a pretty good season, but again, that's where it's going to – That's where they'll hurt him. It's going to hurt him. Because last year with Luai, he was, who was their man? Luai. Yeah, yeah. Um, and no Joseph Swaliti as well. Mm. So I wonder if he ruled himself out. I'm interested. would have been a couple in that position. Yeah. There would have been a fair few. What about Joey Manu? Oh, no, he's, he's New Zealand. Yeah. Shit. And he's uh, Cook Island anyway. Right. Yep. And Joey Manu was Cook Island. I swear. I, swear, I, swear, I thought he was like some else. Yeah, no, nah, Cook Island, Mouldy. Um, all right. Well, that's it, Mace. We'll get to the teams next week. Uh, that's the end of it for the grand final. Mm. We're wrapping it up. And um, let's go have a, uh, have a, have a chat to Steedon. And, uh, that looks mad. Balls. Maybe something for Chrissy. We're working on? Sweet. Let's go have a chat to him. All right. See you next week.